You're listening to Productivity on Purpose, episode 81, Why Laziness Takes You Further. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Rithi Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, gorgeous. Welcome back. It's Mridhu Parikh from Productivity on Purpose. I help ambitious women like you step into your potential and confidence by squashing overwhelm so you can thrive at work and at home. Lady, if you are feeling overloaded and overstretched, you're in the right place. Today, I'm addressing a sort of personal journey that I've gone through and quite frankly, some misplaced judgment I have had on other people and how changing my own mindset has completely opened up my world, made me come up with more creative solutions to challenges, and most importantly, greatly added to my presence and relaxation and overall joy. And actually, as I just said that, I'm like, wow, that is pretty huge. That's a lot. This was a really big learning lesson for me. And I cannot wait to share it with you and just demonstrate and illustrate how it's just really opened up a whole new way of thinking for me. And it all has to do with laziness. Yes, laziness. Lazy is generally a pretty negative word, right? It's it's the dictionary definition is unwilling to work or use energy. Wah, wah. Yeah, no fun. That's nothing like positive and exciting and energetic about that. It's like sluggish and moving slowly. Not exactly something you would say to someone when you're like, oh, they're really awesome. They're really great. They're super lazy. Like, right? Doesn't come in that connotation. However, laziness can be really good for us. And so I'm going to go through a few of those ways and then demonstrate and illustrate how that is and what you can do to embrace some laziness in a way that's super productive for you. All right. So laziness can be good for our mental health. Psychoanalyst Manfred F.R. Ketz derives, I'm sure completely butchered that name, writes, slacking off may be the best thing that we can do for our mental health, whereas keeping busy can be a very effective defense mechanism for warding off disturbing thoughts and feelings. Ain't that the truth, right? How often are we just like, let me stay busy, 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 so I don't have to really deal with what's actually going on or how I'm feeling. Similarly, research suggests That procrastinating work, putting it off, you know, kind of being lazy about it and spending like quote unquote unproductive time can help us cope with stress. Okay. And this is particularly true in teenagers and having two teens. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. Like not doing all the activities that might be perceived as lazy by adults, But it's really necessary for the mental health of young people who are going through a very stressful time. I know high school for my kids is like, honestly, I can't think of a more stressful time. The amount of work they have and the 
physical and mental and emotional changes they're going through. And there's so much trust. And yeah, so I can definitely see sometimes when I'm probably nagging them to do something, they just need a mental break. And I've just got to back off a bit. Okay, being lazy is also a way to recharge our energy. Like, what if you were to substitute the word laziness with rest or restorative? All of a sudden, it ain't so bad. Now, is it right? Now it's so positive. Now you're like, I'm giving love to my body. I'm giving love to my soul. I just need some rest. So can we look at laziness from that perspective? It also can be a really helpful symptom, right? So when we feel lazy, Often our body or our mind or, you know, internally, externally, we are communicating some important information like maybe I'm really exhausted. Maybe I am mentally fried. Maybe I'm tired. Maybe I'm hungry, right? Because of this feeling that we're like, I don't want to do something. We might immediately put that towards I'm not motivated. I suck. I'm not good at this. I can never get it done. Instead, how about acknowledging the feeling of laziness? And that might be a better way to approach what you're not doing because your body or your mind is trying to tell you something like, I just need a break, yo. All right. Another way to look at laziness, that lazy solutions can be super smart. And I am going to give you some more examples of this um, later in this podcast, but Like, let's say using a remote control. I mean, who wants to get up off the couch and go like, go to the TV switch, which I don't even know where they don't even have those on the TV anymore to switch the channel or like to put the volume up. What about Alexa? It's like, Alexa, turn on the lights or turn on the music. What about an escalator? We're not all walking up and down the steps in the mall or anywhere else. We're taking, or when we're at the office, we're going on the escalator, right? There's a bazillion innovations that have, been made that were created out of the result of laziness. They're like, I just don't want to be doing that thing. But we can also say that there's a faster, more, more efficient, more effective way to do it. Okay. So um, this is a really great quote by Frank Gilbreth. Gilbreth. He says, I will always choose a lazy person to do a difficult job because a lazy person will find an easy way to do it. Um, often they say Bill Gates said that, but apparently this other guy said it first. Um, So it's like that mother of invention. It's like laziness is that strong, innovative result or that criteria that really comes up with the ways to overcome these day-to-day obstacles. But absolutely the most importantly, where I really want to take this conversation today is that lazy people can focus on really high leverage activities, okay? So because... If you are someone who is focused on the things that truly matter most, on your highest leverage priorities, and you're carefully managing your energy and, you know, where you're putting your time, then you might be more prone to quote unquote laziness, right? Because you are tending to avoid unnecessary tasks. You are putting your mind power, your willpower, your brain power, your, you know, your physical power towards things that really push the needle towards your goals every day. The big things, the big priorities, the stuff that really matters when you're 90 years old and laying in bed and thinking, oh my gosh, should I do the right things? Yes, that's where you're putting your energy. And instead you are opting out of, right, or being lazy about some of the other tasks that are more minimal in life. Okay. And they can be like the uh, innovations, right? They can be 
automated or they can be outsourced or they can be delegated or they can be systemized, right? There's some other way that you can get rid of or offload those monotonous or time-consuming activities that are not adding to your highest priorities every day. Okay, and this is where my mindset changed when I went from doing less, right? When I was perceiving doing less as lazy and instead I switched it to perceiving it as like doing less is really smart. It's really smart because I'd rather do less of the right things than being busy all day long, morning till night, doing a lot of stuff that doesn't, I won't say it doesn't matter because it does matter, but it's not the best use of my time, right? And so now I'm like, I want to be more of that lazy person. Okay, here's an example that's really close to me. I, uh, my cousin, she, when she had, she had young kids, she was working full time, but she had her nanny show up in the morning. I want to say it was at like 6 a.m. Okay. So she had her show up every day. She had her come in earlier. Like I know when I had a nanny, it was more like 7.30 or 8. It was 8 when I was like running out the door. The nanny was running in. We're like, you know, here's the kids. And I'd run out. Well, she had her come in like two hours earlier, which means guess what? She got to sleep in every morning. I mean, and I mean sleep in as far as a working mom, right? Typically a working mom would have to be up around that time because the kids are up. So you got to get up and you're getting everything ready for breakfast and getting out the door and getting yourself dressed and leaving, right? But she would sleep in till almost eight o'clock every day. Um, she did this very intentionally, right? She hired this person to come early so she could get more rest. And this is what she would do. So the nanny would do all the things in the morning, get them ready, get their breakfast, put the dishes away, get their bags packed, do all the things. And then she would bring the kids to my cousin in bed. She was still in bed because uh, she had to, I think she had to leave like about nine o'clock. So she could basically get up, get dressed and get herself out. And remember, when you're just one person, it's a lot easier, right? Remember how quickly we used to be able to get dressed before we had kids? So they would come and they would lay in bed with her. Isn't this lovely? And snuggle. Yes, snuggle in the morning. Y'all, I don't know about you, but I don't remember the last time in the last 17 years of when I had kids, unless it was a weekend, that my kids got into bed and snuggled with me before they went off to school. Like not happening. We're like a, running around like crazy people trying to get all the things, doing all the things, right? And getting myself out the door. And I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, she is so freaking lazy. Like I cannot believe she doesn't get up in the morning and do all the things. And, you know, and then when I finally smartened up and started changing my perception of this, I realized, damn, she was so smart. She was so smart because she got to save her energy and give the best part to her kids. Who else gets to snuggle with their kids and leave on such a high note, right? Because I know oftentimes in the morning when things are not going well, I'm stressed. So that means I'm snarky, right? I'm not the nicest person necessarily always in the morning. Don't have a big smile. But imagine your kids left every morning. The last thought was, oh, my mommy loves me. She gets to snuggle and be all happy with me, right? Because she got to sleep in. So Full disclosure, yes, I thought she was lazy, but now I'm like, damn, she was so smart. So that's an example of, you know, adding on a couple hours of her resources and what that kind of perceived laziness, how much that added to a fuller life, a more rewarding life beyond the fact that now she has more energy to perform better at work because she's not exhausted from her morning. Okay, so switching this thinking now has me thinking about all the ways that I can be getting things off my plate, right? So if I'm like, I want to change my email provider, I've been thinking about this forever. Hmm, let me make this my a project for my assistant. Or 
I have some relatively easy like tech updates or improvements or plugins. Let me reach out to my tech team instead of me doing it. Even though I know it won't take a lot of time, what can I get off? Or I was tired of doing laundry, so I asked our housekeeper, which by the way, I know I have told you this and then some other podcasts. She comes every week. Yes, every week. Not every other week, not once a month, every week. Uh, we make this investment because, again, it's like might seem like laziness, but this helps our family in a, a hundred ways. I can't even tell you. I'll actually link to that podcast, but it helps in so many ways in terms of energy and just the way it runs. But getting back to the laundry, I've asked her to wash and fold and put away all the sheets and the towels and the blankets or any comforter or anything like that that is needs to be washed every week. And this has tremendously taken the laundry load off of me, right? It could be something as small as a an album you're creating. Recently, I created a Shutterfly album and I uh, paid for their service to actually put it together. So essentially, I created an album of all the photos and was like, here you go. Can you make the album? And then I'll go in and make the tweaks, okay? So my point is, this could be something small. This could be something big. It, it is just this type of thinking now, instead of me being lazy, I'm like, how can I just be smarter with my time? You know, because like, what are we working so hard for if we can't enjoy our lives? I mean, isn't this like the whole purpose? Like, to be successful is to feel successful and to feel rewarded. And like, what better way to feel rewarded than to know things are getting done while allowing you to have downtime, to have time for self-care, personal development, so that you can get the other important things done and then they have a ripple effect of impact on everything in your life, right? On your family, on yourself, on your attitude, on your decision-making skills, on your clarity, on your listening skills, on your growth, like personally and professionally. All right. So I want to encourage you to be thinking about how you can be a little lazier too. And there's typically three investments you can make to do this. Um, and these, of course, sometimes these are the investment of money, sometimes it's time, and sometimes it's energy. But in these three ways, you're going to use one or all of those, right? And when we make that investment, you are going to better your life, feel more rewarded, feel more successful, have more presence, all the amazing characteristics and traits and attributes of a really successful life that I just went through, at the same time, doing less. How does that feel? Hopefully, it feels amazing. All right, so the first one is delegate. What can you delegate? And can you seriously start thinking of the smallest things like the Shutterfly album to the biggest things like take over this entire project or do my laundry, right? So do you have an assistant? Do you have somebody at home? Do you have someone at work? Is your assistant your cleaning person? Is it doing, are they doing your lawn? Do you have a personal assistant who runs your errands? Do you have someone at work who's doing your admin, um, your administrative task to someone who is can handle all your maybe like invoicing and billing someone who can like really who wants to grow and can take over some of the projects or maybe you're just overseeing and more in a managerial supervisory role while they're really getting into the nitty gritty right keep a running list of the things you shouldn't be doing keep that list y'all you know exactly what it is because while you're doing it you're irritated you're annoyed you're like frustrated you're like why am i doing this this is not a good use of my time Keep on from home, keep on from work and start thinking about this. How can I delegate this to my family, to my kids, 
to my partner, to the babysitter I can, you know, hire for twelve or fifteen dollars an hour. Can they drive somewhere to another uh, to an assistant's assistant, whatever it is, to something someone online? Remember, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. All right. So the second way that we can be a little bit lazier but feel so much better and happier in the long run is to systemize. Make everyday tasks and projects more efficient by creating systems around them. Like stop doing things ad hoc, stop recreating resources, stop duplicating efforts, stop spending time looking for lists or notes or documents. You know you've stored them somewhere, but you can't remember where, right? Like stop all that. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Keep your list. Also, where can I create a better system? Where do I keep duplicating efforts or where do I cannot find things or where do I, how can I retrieve information quicker when I need it in the future? Okay. But also what about at home? What's my system for laundry? Is it just ad hoc? Am I just throwing things in and it may, is it feeling frustrated? What about meal planning? Is it five or six o'clock every night? And I'm like, I have no idea what to make tonight. It's making me crazy or I have all this food in the fridge and the pantry. And yet I have no idea what to make. What about paying bills? Are you falling behind or do you feel like I'm just barely making them? I'm getting late payments or I don't know where they are, right? What about a system for those photos? What about a system for your next marketing campaign or your next marketing launch or onboarding a new team member? Where do you have opportunities to create better processes? I guarantee there are opportunities everywhere, everywhere. So this often isn't an investment of money always, but really more an investment of your time and your energy, right? Like this is when your thinking comes in and really sitting down and figuring out these systems or these processes. And then finally, the third way to become lazier. And I've touched upon this earlier, but to, you know, feel it, get, be lazier, but get a lot more done and feel much more successful is to invest in tech tools, some type of technology tool. And by that, I'm going to even expand this a little bit, even to like a meal planning service or meal planning kit, you know, like a HelloFresh where they send you all the ingredients. I mean, I would say that's technology because there's something you're going online and you're filling it in and it's showing up at your door as similar as that is to like ordering on Amazon or, you know, using Spotify or using a calendar scheduling app like Calendly or using Slack for your messaging or in your home, maybe it's even like temperature control that you can access from your from your phone. So when you're out of town or you're coming home at night, you can change the temperature or using Dashlane or one password to keep all your passwords together, right? There are so many opportunities for tech tools like email automation, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And so this is similar to like having that remote control or, you know, any other way that just makes your life easier, more simple, more efficient. And this can be an investment of money, but sometimes this is like not too much of an investment of money, but a little bit more investment of your time and energy figuring that out. Maybe you can couple this with delegating this to an assistant or someone else in your family. My son, for example, he is like tech support in our family. So pretty much a lot of these things for the house get offloaded to him, but it's okay because we're a family and we do this together and he's part of my team at home. So here's the thing. My new goal is to be lazier. It's true. I cannot wait to be the laziest person in the world so I can focus on things that light me up and that I love. I can't wait to spend time with my kiddos, not the not the quantity of it, but the quality of it, be totally present, 
enjoy activities with them, like have more time just with my husband alone, with my mom, and more time for phone calls. So I'm always rushing around. I'm barely able to speak to people. Going on girls' weekends and girls' nights and wines and dinners and building my business in a way that I love the time. I want to be busy all day. I love being busy, but I want it to be not dreadful. I want to be busy on the things that really light me up. And all of that comes from being a little lazier, right? Getting the things that I really shouldn't be doing off my list and off my day so that I can focus on my high leverage priorities, okay? I want to make my life lazier and I think you should too, which leads me right into this week's challenge. I always encourage you to take one small action every week so you make your time here totally worth it. And today's action is to think about how you can make your life a little bit lazier, how you can become a little bit lazier by making something easier, simpler, more automated, delegate it, systemize it, processize it, do something, do something, something. And remember the three areas that might really help you thinking about this is what can I delegate? What can I systemize? Or where can I implement a tech tool, a technology tool? Okay, so those are the three. Now pick one, just one, because we don't ever want to pick all three and drive ourselves into a frenzy and not get anything done. Pick one, be like, I want to do this one a little bit better. I know I can automate this, or I know I can delegate that, or I know I should invest in this technology or something along those lines, kind of innovation or creative app that was really going to help me. And then do it. Yes, do it. Take that next step. Take it in the next 24 hours while you are still high on this motivation and inspiration. All right, my friend, listen, if by any bizarre chance you are not on my email, girl, what are you waiting for? You are missing out. I promise you that you will be edutained. Yes, lots of education, lots of entertainment, some great behind the scenes stories that you will only get in email. So If you want to get in on that and get some added awesome resources like 21 Killer Hacks to Stop Feeling Overwhelmed or Six Smart Ways to Get and Stay Focused or How to Finally Stop Procrastinating, come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources. Take your pick or get them all. As always, I thank you for your time and loving vibes and positive energy. Know that I'm sending them right back your way. And friendly reminder to please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. If you have a friend or colleague that you think could benefit from it, share it with them. And if you're feeling extra generous, leave me a review because that's really what helps me get seen and reach other amazing women all around the globe. All right, my love, that wraps up our time for today. Here's to getting more of the right things done and I will catch you next time. Bye-bye.